This is Inside Out with James Catledge. Welcome back. These episodes are designed to be short and help you think very differently about your potential. So we've agreed to do business together. We fly back. We fly back to Las Vegas. My five executives fly back to the cities they've all come from. We agree that we need to have a company-wide meeting at the headquarters where we bring as many as can travel in the next few weeks to the company headquarters, host a big meeting, and in that meeting, announce our new relationship with the developer in the Dominican Republic. The developer decides they will fly out too. Uh, Fred, Derek, and Tim all come out. They're each going to speak. I built the agenda. We've all gathered in the headquarters of our business. They all pour into the conference room. There's chairs out in the hallway. We've got as many as we can jam in there, in there. And uh, we begin to announce. And we've got a conference call line open, too. We've got people calling in, you know, that weren't in a position to travel, but want to be tied into this, this announcement. And we introduce, with great fanfare, the new real estate product to our net worth offering. And everyone's excited. We've got the commissions set where they're par with other products that where a client can invest a specific amount of money and get a specific yield. So we've got the commission set up where it's equal. No, no unfair advantage to one product over the other. That was important to me. So there wouldn't be any bias. I didn't want to twist the, the net worth building nature of what we do for people where maybe salespeople would be leaning in a specific direction. Because that's just, that's just the way it goes. When you've got commissions that are a little juicier in one area than another, you've got salespeople kind of leaning in that direction. And so it was important for me to set those commissions at par value with other products of a, of a similar return to the client. So we announce it. We launch it. We've had the lawyers build the paperwork. And we are underway. Now, meanwhile, uh, we, we do what they call the net worth analyzer, which is software that I helped develop. Uh, with my programming team, my IT team, the net worth analyzer is done on every family. And it, it basically takes assets and liabilities and does some calculations and, and makes recommendations for people how to improve their net worth. So this product is now added to the net worth analyzer, like all of our products and services are. And so we're busy doing that. And again, this, this represents one of our products. Well, it's so popular. I think in, in the year 2004, over $30 million worth of this product is sold. And basically, we raised enough money for them to build all 112 units, uh, finish the spa. They have a beautiful spa plan that they wanted to do at Sun Village. And they've got uh, extreme profits, okay? They've paid commissions to us because every dollar goes to them. They pay commissions to us. Every dollar goes to them. They pay the client their return. They've now done so well, so quickly, that they're forced to think about how to expand. And so literally in the second year of our relationship, and by the way, clients are getting exactly what they're supposed to on a quarterly basis. They're getting checks sent from the Elliott's organization. Tim is leading that effort. Tim is directing all of the communication necessary for the clients uh, in dealing with that specific product. Uh, and that's, that's how we do it with all of our product offerings. We, we, 
we don't manage the product. We manage the introduction and manage the client relationship. So it's going well. Many of We have what they call owner's week. Owner's week is where if you purchased one of these units, studio, one bedroom, two bedroom, you're entitled to come down and spend a week there at no cost to you other than your airfare. And just, just a way to come down and kick the tires and experience it. So we have owner's week that next summer, which is July of 04. We have, yeah, it's 04. We have owner's week. And these are basically the whole resort is filled with people who have invested money in this project. And it's a fabulous reunion. People are meeting people that didn't know each other. And it's just great. We, we've got I want to say the Beach Boys are performing in Ocean World. Literally, the Beach Boys are performing in Ocean World. So we've all got seats there. Ocean World is finished. We've got uh, a, a yacht marina, huge marina for big, big, big yachts is out there where they can come and refuel. Uh, there's a casino that's been attached to that marina. So the, the big yachts that come through that waterway stop gamble while they reload the gasoline on their yacht and reload with provisions they stay a couple of nights at sun village it's going great well derek and fred have been busy marketing sun village and they've been very successful at marketing sun village in toronto and new york and and the resort is getting lots of attention so much attention that uh disney wants to film and produce a movie shoot the entire thing there, have all the actors and actresses stay there. The whole uh, production and staging team stay there. They literally, in that second year, film a Disney movie called Love Wrecked, starring Amanda Bynes at our resort. I call it our resort because it felt like it was our resort. Um, and we're down there probably every couple of months. Uh, my, my family, Tiffany and I and the kids, just checking on things. And uh, we're at Owner's Week, and we're seeing everybody. It's like a big reunion. It's like a company reunion for us, and it's a client reunion for the clients. It's, it's just fantastic. Everything's just great. So we do that year one, year two, year three. I mean, we're rolling along beautifully. And uh, the Elliots don't, literally don't, don't have any more product to offer. And so... If we're going to keep selling something for them and they're going to keep expanding their brand, which that was their desire to do 10 resorts in 10 years, which seemed aggressive, but I'm not in the hotel development business. I'm in the building net worth business. And so I, I, I didn't really get too far into that. I was invited to lots of great meetings where I learned a lot about interiors and design elements and this kind of thing. But this next announcement was a shocker for me. There's a men's magazine out there on the shelves today called Maxim, Maxim Magazine. It usually features a beautiful woman on the cover, and then somehow the reason she's on the cover is her life gets featured inside that magazine somewhere, and you get to know all about this special lady. But it's like GQ, but, but Maxim is, is usually featuring beautiful women, okay? They're all, they all have the clothes on, but Maxim Magazine is known for the beautiful women on the cover. Well, Maxim is expanding their brand rapidly in the year 2005 and 2006. And Derek and Fred have been in touch with the Maxim team. And Maxim's CEO at the time, I'm just going to say Stephen, because I'm not going to use last names on this podcast. 
Stephen visits the resort, and I'm asked to come down and meet Stephen. So I come down and meet Stephen. I meet his marketing team. He is the CEO of the publisher, Maxim Magazine. And his vision, as he expressed it to me directly, was he wanted a branded hotel, wanted a Maxim restaurant, wanted a Maxim sound studio, was building Maxim wine, Maxim steakhouses. I mean, he was busy expanding the brand. And his interest in this property was to rebrand the new stuff that was just constructed for our clients, the Maxim Bungalows, Dominican Republic. He wanted to upgrade them to five-star accommodations from a four-star experience. They already were pretty, pretty beautiful, but he wanted the interiors done to five-star specs. He wanted Escalades picking up the A-listers at the airport. And to take you just a little further, Stephen brings down Kim, let's just call her Kim, which everyone who's listening to this podcast has heard of Kim. Everyone in the world has actually heard of Kim and her boyfriend, Reggie. All right. So Reggie and Kim, we're using first names only, come to the resort and have dinner with James and Derek only. So the four of us are sitting around talking about Maxim. And this dinner was set up by Stephen. He wanted us to buy into the idea that Maxim could bring the Sun Village to a whole new level and not only accommodations, but worldwide recognition that, that Maxim could bring this 10 resorts in 10 years, this idea that Derek and Fred had into a reality. And so the dinner was fantastic. Great conversation. I, f- I found them both extremely charming people. I enjoyed it immensely. It was just great. It was just great. And Maxim also brought with him a chef who wanted to take responsibility with a contract for all food and beverage served at the resort. And the restaurant would be called Social. And they redesigned the restaurant to look like a Manhattan-style five-star over-the-top. And Jeffrey, I'm not going to use his last name because it's also very known Jeffrey Social was the restaurant, and all food and beverage, whether it's room service menus or whether it's one of the three restaurants on the property, Jeffrey would be responsible for all food and beverage. And this is taking the resort to the whole, a whole other level. Now the Elliots are busy scurrying around saying, James, I think we need to, to build another hotel on another part of the island. Now, the island of the Dominican Republic has 7, 8 million people at this point. It has at least 5 million tourists per year visiting, five international airports. This is a massive place. This is not a little place with small planes landing. This is a major Caribbean. It's the largest island in the Caribbean. So Maxim's wanting to come there. They want to, they, they've signed an agreement to brand the Maxim bungalows. Now, all of our people are so delighted. They, they own these units, and they own them at a very low price. They own them at a four-star price, and they're now five-star accommodations. So the Elliots are now busy. Derek and Fred are busy finding another property, either build or buy something and renovate it and bring it up to Maxim standards because Maxim wants to put their name on this new dedicated property. They're prepared to expand the brand with Derek and Fred. Now, again... I'm only 
involved as as the money guy in introducing clients to the relationship. I don't own any of the uh, the, the organization of Derek and Fred yet. I don't have any ownership interest in it. I don't even I don't even get to touch any of the money that our clients hand over until it's sent back to us as a commission. So we then pay our people their commissions, our company keeps its profit, and we move on down the road. But all checks, all money, all wires go from the client directly to Derek and Fred's company. And all checks are made out to their organization. So we don't even have any of the money flowing through. But clients are loving this. We've had a couple of owner's weeks at this point. Several years have passed. Maxim's now involved. Disney has filmed the movie there. And this is all really happening in pretty short order. So uh, the next news I get is that the Toronto Film Festival, which Derek and Fred have relationships with because they're from Toronto. That's their area. That's where they live. They want to do a Dominican Republic film festival, international film festival. And they would like the Maxim Hotel to be the host property for the film festival. Now, this is blowing my mind. We're going to have major, major A-list actors rolling into the resort where our clients have been introduced and they're getting their returns and everything's beautiful. It just could not have worked out better. I, I could not have done this anywhere else on any other island and had it be better at this moment. It's just exactly like you would hope. So we're we're surrounded by A-list uh, celebrities that have been sent down by the Maxim team. This has become the place to gather. The CEO of Maxim, uh, you probably know this, but holds and conducts a worldwide search for the hot 100 most beautiful women on earth. And they call it the Hot 100 Maxim Contest. It's like a beauty pageant, but for Maxim. Well, the CEO has decided, with the help of Derek, who's single, that the Hot 100 Maxim Contest should be held at our resort, the Maxim Bungalows, Dominican Republic. So they're a little concerned about me because, number one, I'm happily married. The majority of my sales organization is really conservative Christian. They're not all Christian, but for the most part, it's a conservative group, uh, conservative business people, both men and women. And they're concerned that the very source of capital that they've come to rely upon, and, and frankly, Maxim, too, is relying upon our source of capital because they're simply licensing their brand at this resort. They don't want to blow out our guys and have them offended. This is a sultry group. Uh, they, they, these are you know scantily clad ladies that are going to be traipsing around the Sun Village Resort and Spa uh, for this week of this contest. So they let me know and they asked me, uh, should, should uh, we put a moratorium on any travel to the resort from your group uh, for that week? And I said, oh boy, this is tough. I said, it's so good from a marketing standpoint, but it, it may be a bad look for our clients and, and the organization. Well, I kind of ran it by the, the crew that initially went down with me, our field advisory team, and they, they felt comfortable with the idea that that contest would be more good than bad. 
And so we hold the Miss Maxim Worldwide Search for the Hot 100 contest, and we're going to crown a winner. And the uh, contest is held at the Maxim. They asked me, because I'm happily married, and I wouldn't be biased if I would be one of the judges. This is so crazy and so far out of my league. Those who know me know that this is uh, not only am I happily married, but I'm very conservative. I was raised in Tennessee. I am an Eagle Scout, oddly enough. Uh, I served a mission for my church. I mean, I, I've got everything headed in the other direction than the Hot 100 contest, but it sounds interesting. American Idol is a big thing at the time, and we've we've hosted an American Idol contest at the resort, not for ABC television, but just for, you know, for fun, for our hotel guests and that kind of thing. And I've been a judge. And so they've asked me if I would participate in that. And so I am, I always stay in the same place when I go down. Uh, it had it become known as the Christian Villa. Honestly, this is what they called it because there was a rule. No drinking, no drugs, no uh, no scantily clad women for sure. None of that goes on at the Christian Villa. So I was in a, what, what I call a cocoon of safety. As prude as it sounds, that's the situation. And so when I'm down there for this contest, and it is, you know, it, it, it's unbelievable. I've never seen anything quite like it. Uh, there had been a few uh, Maxim parties in Los Angeles and Manhattan that I've also attended. So I've met the management team of Maxim, and these are all serious people. And I've met the marketing team of Maxim, and and they're so delighted to be involved in the resort. And I, and I, I got to remind you, remember, this is a business deal from my perspective. This is a business deal that I hoped would turn out perfect, and it's actually turning out quite perfect. It, it's amazing all the the fanfare and marketing and value proposition that's occurring on these condominiums that we've sold. It's It, it just could not have felt better. So back to the Hot 100 contest. So we hold it. I'm at the Christian Villa. Now remember, these villas, there's probably, I don't know, maybe 10 of them, and they're all terraced along the hillside. They're separate units. They're not connected. It's like a separate two, three-bedroom house. Each is two stories. Each has its own vanishing edge pool, and each faces the ocean with no blocked view. So I know I'm in the same villa. I'm always in the Christian villa. Literally, that's what it's called. It sounds funny now as I say it. Uh, and I'm adjacent to the lobby. So you can come from the lobby right to the villa. You walk up a few stairs. You cross a little street, then you walk up a few stairs, and you're in the villa. It's just, just beautiful. Well, it's known that you know nobody's to go there, but we've got these ladies from all over the world. Uh, they don't all speak English or Spanish. They're speaking Russian. They're speaking, you know, all the languages you can speak. They're speaking those languages. And it's an organized itinerary. There's handlers and hosts and concierge people that are taking them all over the countryside for photographs, photo shoots. They're going into waterfalls. They're out in the ocean. They're out on the beach. There's all this stuff going on. And, of course, I'm not a part of any of that. I'm just going to be participating as a judge in the contest. Well, sure enough, morning two, we're there all week. Morning two, I wake up, and there are three uh, women uh, in bikinis in the kitchen 
uh, and they somehow think this is their villa, and they don't speak a lick of English. And I'm out there panicked, thinking, oh my gosh, it's going to look like I dragged these women over here to my villa, and somehow I'm making a move, and you know, all this stuff. <laughs> and uh, uh, so I'm trying to communicate in English. I really don't have another language to use. And they're really not understanding anything I'm saying, but they're very smi they're smiling, they're gracious and everything. And, and they're a bit flirtatious. One's got her arm around me, one's kind of leaning up. But, you know, it's, a, it's really uncomfortable. So I excuse myself, head down to the lobby to find Tim. Tim, wh what's going on? The villa, you know, we've got three ladies. Oh, he comes rushing over. He's nervous. You know, he knows my lifestyle and understands it. This is against the rules, comes across and ushers them out and, without speaking their language, clearly, because he doesn't know all these languages either. Uh, but that was just a little funny side note of how crazy things were. But I, I must tell you, the, the idea that, that we're going to hold the Dominican Republic International Film Festival there, and, and I got, listen, we gave the Lifetime Achievement Award and I'm not going to use his last name, but to Lou Jr., let's just say Lou Jr., the Lifetime Achievement Award. We had Samuel, let's just say Samuel, uh, uh, there at the resort receiving other awards. This is so insane, the popularity of this place that we had basically rolled up on just a couple, two, three years earlier and help finance the finishing of the spa, the 112 units. And I, I've got to, you know, my hat's off to Derek and Fred and, and their marketing team. They went out and built all this. I'm busy building the financial services business, and they're really doing a bang-up job building this hotel resort brand. It's working, and it's clearly the most popular place you could be in the Caribbean. Maybe the most popular sunny destination on earth the way this is going and our clients are loving it obviously our associates our, our advisors are loving it and it just seems to be so perfect this is inside out with james catledge